What we wanted is a couple of things. We wanted to know where you are today, knowing where you want to go tomorrow, but more specifically, be able to give you something to help you today to build up the confidence for tomorrow. And then when tomorrow comes and something different happens to you, we keep on going. Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Do you realize that in sports and corporate careers, there is a game within the game, the actual game going on and with that competitive spirit and desire to win, but there's also the game within your mind. We must win in order to support the external game that you're also in. As executives and business professionals, we all want that mental edge, that one little thing that would actually take us over the top amongst our competitors. This is what separated greats like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, Tom Brady, and Serena Williams from all the other competitors. These individuals around the world are experts in what they do, but yet, Something kept these individuals above the rest. They won the battle of the mind far more, and that translated to wins on the field. Today, we're fortunate to have a sports psychologist and entrepreneur join us to share from his experience in working with high performers, athletes, and yes, business leaders alike. Jason Galeb is the co-founder of Headset an online sports psychology program for athletes and coaches. He is also the executive director of San Diego Saints, a nonprofit hockey club that provides youth of adolescents with the opportunity to learn skills and life lessons built around the sport of hockey. Jason, welcome to the Twist Talk It Up podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for making the time to, to have me on and Wow, that was the greatest entrance I've ever had in my entire life. Thank you. I, I, I will be mailing you a check tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. Jason, this is David. And throughout our time together, we are going to make sure we introduce ourselves so our audience can really understand who's asking you the question. Yeah. Your background is in sports psychology, and it's rooted in helping these elite athletes achieve peak performance. That is the foundation of Headset Sports. Headset for our listening audience is a mental training tool where they provide a customized plan to help enhance an athlete's level of mental skill and their ability, all to improve and achieve peak performance. Jason, could you tell us briefly about your own leadership journey and what led you to begin this unique idea of Headset Sports? Oh, great. Thank you. Um, so many things to say about this. You know, I'm very fortunate that throughout my life, I've had great leaders. And I'll be honest with you, um, I, I look at my mother right now, and as a child, I had no clue 
that she was doing sports psychology work with me as a kid. Um, I'm, I'm this, the product of a single mom, two kids. And uh, my mom was the ultimate sports psychologist. And there were times she did it with hugs and love. And there were other times she did it with fists and fury and uh, a great left hook with her purse. And, and I will tell you this, um, growing up in Toronto, you know, you, you pop out of the womb and, and they slide a pair of skates on you. And my grandfather, who was, uh, God rest his soul, one of the biggest Toronto Maple Leaf fans, would say to me things such as this, you know, growing up, everything you do, you sign your name to. Everything you do, you better give it your all because everyone will know it's your product. It's you. It rested on two different things. There was the mindset of, you know, I, I've got to do everything I possibly can to be the best at what I do or at least show everyone I'm trying as hard as I can mentally. And then there was the fear, you better do the best of everything you do, or you're dead. This kind of melted together into something in my little brain, because throughout my life, uh, I think I was at a very young age, a real critique of, of leadership. And, and I was able at a, at a young age to really value the way people gave the message. And uh, something that was eye-opening to me is the way that we value how leadership is presented. Le leadership isn't just presented based upon uh, the status that you have or the role that you have. It's who you are as a person. And, and, and the genuine and authenticity of what you say. Uh, I've had the opportunity in my life, my athletic career, to have some incredible leaders uh, come across my way, come into my life. And I've also had the opposite. And I will tell you that, that there's a fallacy in sports that as you move up the ranks, you think the coaching gets better as you move up, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Wow. And the same could be said for leadership, if not properly guided. Um, I, I can tell you, I, I, some of the best leaders I've had were not anywhere close to being the most talented players on the team. And the leaders who, who I gravitated to and others tend to gravitate to are people who are just great speakers. And they were not only great speakers, but they could equivalent the words that they were saying to the effort that they put out. Mm. So, so they lived their word. And, 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 and to me, that, that, that was genuine, wow, leadership. So how did you start Headset Sports? What oh. gave you that idea? So I'm really lucky, uh, kind of like you two, Mm -hmm. that I get to work every day with a guy who is my brother from another mother. Um, my, my colleague and partner with this is uh, my former goalie partner in college, uh, Dr. Peter Papa de Jazz. And I'll tell you, he, he's a big leadership guy. He, that, he did leadership work professionally for, for years. And, and I'll tell you what happened to us. In our team in college, so our little team had three major tragedies in three seasons. 
my first year on the team, the year before uh, Peter had joined, we had another guy who had an emotional breakdown. And he literally ran away uh, from the team before a home opening game. And um, the scary thing is when this moment hit him, I was with him in the hallway and had no idea that he had been hit by, by a Mack truck of emotions. We then had someone come in and work with us for, for a few seasons and we had no idea who this guy was. We just thought it was some guy hanging around. And, and all of a sudden, um, as the years went by, we saw how 26 guys on a bus need 26 different things. And the joke that we had was, what if you were able to kind of be like Jennifer Lopez from, from The Wedding Planner and have this little headset where I could tell you a little something that you needed and maybe something Danny needs something completely different. And, and you know, our, one of our coaches used to say throughout the season, you know, my door is always open if you have a problem. And the response that we had below our breath was, I wonder if your mind is. Mm, I like that. And, and with that, you really understood the guys all needed a separate different recipe for success. They couldn't all handle the same recipe. They all needed a little something different. And, and this is where, when we put together this program, we didn't want to be something generic, which was like, you know, the standard, do this assessment, we tell you your personality, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, let's go. What we wanted is a couple of things. We wanted to know where you are today, knowing where you want to go tomorrow, but more specifically, be able to give you something to help you today to build up the confidence for tomorrow. And then when tomorrow comes and something different happens to you, we keep on going. So what we really, really wanted was something alive. And that's, that's the word we use to describe it. It's, it's something that's alive that can stay with you and give you the tool that you need to get you over this hump, to keep you calm, to help with the anxiety or stress that's specific for you based on what you're going through. Yep. Love that. This is Danny. And you, you talked about this tool to get you over the hump. I think that's very important that athletes, business leaders, entrepreneurs, they have to find out what is that one thing that's going to actually help them get over. And when I was in the military, we had um, uh, some of these hills we had to march over. I used to use certain songs that my father used to sing when uh, we used to clean up the house and do yard work. He's a Motown guy. So I would actually sing songs that actually got me over any negative mindset in order to conquer physical pain. And as a coach, David and I, we love coaching. We love training. I have a background in training. I have a background in coaching, not only coaching and training military individuals, but also coaching high school sports. I coach high school football. I also coach, uh, coach junior college football. So I'm really happy about that aspect. But one of the things uh, that we've done in my business is we've taken what we've done with training soldiers, training athletes, to training business leaders. That meetup is focused on working with organizations, understand their goals, and then training their leaders in order to help their team get to that goal. And what I'm really happy about, growth is success, learning is success, learning is very key, 
But when you work with these athletes, when you work with these junior athletes from all the way from middle school to corporate leaders, there's always that mindset, that tool that you talked about. Can you shed a little bit of light into what is that key word or that key obstacle or that key statement? What is it that they say to themselves to get through that hurdle, to get over that bump? What is that one thing you tell them? And I know I'm sure it's different for everybody, but yeah. what is that one thing you tell them? I, it, it's such a great, it's such a great uh, <laughs> intro to the point you're, you're, you're asking right now. Um, I think the thing that's common amongst all great leaders, athletes, is this, this, this little phrase that's, I gotta, I gotta get past this. I gotta get over this. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, right? I gotta find a way to make everybody buy in. I've gotta find a way to make everyone happy, or I've gotta find a way to lead, shall we say, right? And uh, what, what I draw upon are some of the things that incredible athletes, incredible leaders often um, just gaze past. They, they simply don't even realize the importance of little things that they have. It's kind of like, you know, you, you, you've got that plant, you've got that plant in your house that you know is there, you walk past it every single day. You just know it's there. You don't think anything of it. Athletes, great leaders, in so many ways, they're like a plant in the sense that they're always there and everyone knows they're always there. Athletes are really, really good at uh, telling you what they do, what they need to do, but 99% of them have no idea what they do specifically well. They will tell you things like, you know, I've got to do this in order for us to be victorious over the weekend. And I've got to do that to make sure that they don't score on us. But when you ask them, like, what do you do really well? What's your job? What, what exactly do you need to do? They can give you the X's and O's, but 99% of them have no clue of the emotion yep. that they bring to the whole situation, the authenticity that they bring to the whole situation. So when you're talking about leadership and you're talking about how do you help leaders bring their team to that next level? How do you help them be the best leader that they can be? 99% of them don't realize that the authenticity of who they are and the genuineness of what they present are the secret ingredients. Like you, you, you can download uh, a John F. Kennedy speech. You could download a speech from any incredible leader that you see in a movie. If you don't have the authenticity behind your words and the genuineness in the way that you implore that message, that message ain't going nowhere. That team ain't going nowhere. You can have key words and slogans all around the office, all around the a locker room, but if people don't feel it, yep. they're never going to believe it. And and this is where you have to, in my opinion, this is where you have to really delve into the power of the person as a whole. You 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 can't make a, a five foot two player six five. 
You, you, you can't fool people. But you can make that five foot two person realize that they're actually the height of a lion. And when you know that, when you believe that, when you see that, I don't know about you, but every time I hear one roar, I'm ready to go. And that's the fire in the belly. That's the belief that everything is going to be okay. That provides authenticity and genuineness. Well, now we have those two ingredients. We can do anything, but really make the athlete, make, make that leader understand what their specific mm. little secret ingredients as a person is. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is David. We are joined by the incredible leader here, sports psychologist. Uh, Jason, when you think about authenticity, you think about getting these athletes to really tune into who they really are. And realizing that if they perform to that level, when they bring out the very best of who they are, they can actually achieve more. They can perform better. And I love that. But the thing that gets me is that we all have these, what I would call default settings. And there's something that might happen during the game or during the match that would trigger that default setting to where we want to become comfortable. We don't push through that barrier. From people that do marathons, they'll tell you that there's a runner's wall where you physically mm -hmm. just can't go anymore. And, it, and it's something where your body just starts to shut down because your mind shuts down. Right. When you tell them about tapping into their authentic self, when you tell them to realize who they are and what unique abilities they bring to that game or to that event, how do you get them to push through that runner's wall? How do you get them to push through that sense of wanting to become risk averse? Because we all get fatigued, right? But how do you get them to push through that? So it's a great, great question. Um, you know, I, I have this saying that I've I've stolen from my mother. And um, I mean, I'll be honest with you, if I could have just listened to that woman a little bit more, 
I don't know why I went to graduate school. Um, and then the saying that, that, that I put into people's heads, both athletes, non-athletes, just people that I, I see in my everyday life is you're stronger than you know. Mm. You're stronger than you know. And, and the words behind that rest in, um, you know that your body can carry so much. Yeah. You know that you can lift so much. But I promise you, you are stronger than you know. Nice. You can go a little bit further. So then... In saying this, what does this mean? I, I and how do you do it, right? I, I think there's a great person out there um, who I, I love the things he says. Uh, his name is Simon Sinek, and he talks about the power of why, 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 why. Well, I think there's something else that's a little bit more important, and and um, I love his message. And and in today's world, you need to to explain why to the millennials because they won't do anything without why. But when you're talking to someone who's ADD and over 25% of every team, every business that you have will consist of people who are ADD or ADHD, you better explain the how. Because why will only get you to the restaurant? If you don't get the, the how there, no one's going to eat. So, so the how has to be embedding slogans, sayings, little mantras, little, little tools that are going to give that example of how we're going to do this. So when you hit that runner's wall and you say to yourself, I'm stronger than I know. Well, now I got to figure out how I'm stronger than I know. How Am I going to make that pain in my leg go away? How am I going to get over that little ridge in front of me? And that's where these little little thoughts and sayings come into, into mind. You know, out here in San Diego, we're, we're blessed to have, um, you know, America's team that has never lost a game. And that's uh, the U.S. Navy SEALs. And these guys have so many so many amazing sayings and mantras and i've had the the great honor of meeting many 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 of them and working with many of them and one of the mantras that they have is you never give up at nighttime because the sun's about to rise Ooh. and when the sun rises guess what guys it's all blue skies ahead no reason to give up. I love it. And, and if you can say to yourself, you know, I know how I'm going to get over this ridge. I'm going to conserve my energy a little bit. Maybe I'm going to pull it back into third gear. We're going to get over that ridge. And then it's a hill that we're going to slowly descend. And it gets easier because you know what? This is nighttime right now, but the sun's about to rise. That's how you do it. You know, you, you want to find that that certain something that's weighing the person down, holding them back and showing them how you can make that load lighter, how you can snip the cord in some way, shape or form, if that makes sense. Yeah, it that's, totally that's, does. That's what I do. Totally does. Jason, and, and matter of fact, let me ask you to take that a step further. This is David. When you think about mental training 
And you talked about the mantras. You talk about figuring out what is the how, because the why has already been established. We, we, we've got to get across the finish line. We've got to get to the end goal. But then now you've got to be able to position your mind to say, this is how we're going to get it done. And, and I love that. You have the little mantras. You have the little sayings. You have the little things that can get you through that. But if I'm coming to you, I'm a high performer. I'm working, let's say, for the San Diego Padres. And I'm thinking to myself, I could benefit from something like this what essentially does mental training look like? I mean, could you give us, I know you mentioned earlier that you customize it. It's different for every single athlete, but in a nutshell, what does mental training look like? Is it literally just like going to the gym every day? Is it just as simple as doing little exercises like a victory journal, but what would mental training look like in general sense for someone who wanted to get there? It, it's it's a fantastic question you ask, um, and I think it's one that needs to be asked again and again. I, I will tell you this: it, it's it's different for every single person, and and I'll, I'll I'll dive into the athlete's mind for for a little bit. When we talk about what an athlete must do at the elite level, when when problems start happening, maybe the injury, maybe it's confidence, maybe it's it's a combination of both, which affect playing time and whatnot. When you sit down and you ask a lot of elite performers what they do well, they will tell you a laundry list of things that they do. But if they're truly really good at what they do, a lot of them have a hard time really verbalizing those two or three things that make them special. They'll tell you, I'm dedicated, I work hard, I can throw the ball real fast, I'm accurate on this, on that, whatever. But what do you do really well. There's an assessment out there called a 360. And the way that it would work is, is we would each do this intake on each other. So I would tell you, Danny, like everything that I think is amazing about you. And then you and I would do one on David on all the things that he does really well. And then what ends up happening is you start sharing it. So all of a sudden, like, like, like when Danny and I look at you and go, you know, buddy, one of the things that we really love about you and, and makes, you know, our scenario here and your guys podcast so awesome is, is you make us laugh and you, you bring energy and that energy that, that, that you bring in the way that you make us laugh. Like, I just want to come here every day. And, and you might look at the two of us and go, guys, I just, I, this is just fun for me. Or, or do you, you, you know, I, I'm the organizer. I'm the, I'm the one who sends emails. I, I didn't know that. So all of a sudden, what we start doing is we start really delving into, do you really know what you do really, really well? Because when you're talking about some people that, that do mental performance training, unfortunately, it's kind of like going to the doctor in the sense that a lot of athletes and people don't pick up the phone until something bad's happened. So you're not doing preventive care. You're not doing maintenance. You're doing, oh, snap, I broke something. I think I need to go in. Oh, snap, something's not working. I need to go in. And we're slowly getting to where it needs to be, where this is just part of what we should be doing every day, which is the journaling. And it's the taking the time to maybe do some self-reflection, meditation, um, real assessment of our game se we're slowly getting there but we're not where we need to be yet 
you know, uh, something just for you to know. Um, the U.S. sends 500 athletes to the Olympic Summer Games. And when they send those 500 athletes, they send no more than six to eight sports psychologists. Australia will send about 100 athletes to the Summer Games, maybe on a good year, 150. They'll spend almost, uh, sorry, they'll send almost 15 to 20 sports psychologists to work with their athletes because they understand that it's just like dry land training. It's just like strength and conditioning training. It's part of the regimen of what you do, right? So we're getting there, but we're nowhere near where a lot of other countries are where it should be. And that's important to know as well, because if you can't help center that athlete and make him or her realize what they do really, really well during those tough times, that's where you start breaking into areas like self-sabotage and something called uh, fear of success. And, and I see a lot of both in private practice. So, so when you're talking about how do you do mental training, well, we need to assess exactly what's going on with the person. We need to know also where they are right now and where they hope to be. But also we need to really, really come back and educate that how by letting them know, do you know what you do really, really well? And let's get back to that and build from there rather than just be desperation. This is Danny. I wanted to take that one more step further about the uh, journaling that you talked about. Dave and I always tell our business leaders and people that we coach to keep a gratitude journal. Yes. And this is really an opportunity to track your victories and yeah. to track the people who have helped you to get where you are. No matter what happens in your life, even if you're in a funk and your mindset is just down or you're just feeling devastated, you go to the journal, you read, you perk yourself back up and you keep moving forward. How does your ability to help these athletes focus on that as well, despite what is happening around them. Because you said the Australians would send a whole bunch of these uh, coaches and these um, sports psychologists. USA would send these sports psychologists. And I'm, I'm assuming that organizations, countries that win consistently have a lot of sports psychologists to help their athletes. Yes. But how are you helping them with that? Because to me, it seems, as you said, the journaling is very, very important. Do you just say you look at them and you do this with a pen or something that say, go back to your journal? What are you, what are you doing to help them uh, when they hit this uh, force of negativity or force of, um, what do they call it, David? The yips or something like uh, the basketball Markel, Marcus folk, folk said that, Dave, when he was in Orlando, mm -hmm. uh, he just, just couldn't shoot all of a sudden, but something like that. How do you help them? Well, it, it, another great question. Um, I, I think what, what the first part that's so important is, is realizing how that person learns. Uh, is this person an auditory person? Is this person someone who is a visual person? Is this person someone who, if they don't understand the message, if they don't understand what we're going to talk about, it, it, it's futile. I might as well be speaking Greek to someone from, you know, Zimbabwe, shall we say, right? 
So the first thing that's really, really important is that we understand how this person learns so they can adapt and overcome whatever is plaguing them, number one. The second thing, when we reflect on, on keeping a journal, um, I, I think what you guys are doing is phenomenal because it really comes back to the true essence of, of those who are great at what they do. I, again, I, I, I'll use an example with a, you know America's greatest team here next to the, the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, it doesn't matter who you meet with the Navy SEALs. There is one word that comes up in every single conversation. When you ask questions, you talk about their experiences or whatever. And it's this word called humble. When you talk about great athletes, that word comes up a lot, a lot. And then when you talk with the best of the best, I had a teammate many, many, many years ago and in the game of hockey, and he was not a goal scorer. He was the person who uh, just let you know how bad things could get should you decide to play dirty. We'll leave it at that. And during a really contentious moment um, off the ice one night, he, he said something to us as a team that has resonated with me for over 20 years. And it's this, is to say, the toughest guy in the room never needs to tell anyone that they're the toughest guy in the room. And, and I bring these points forward because when you can take those two elements of knowing what you do really well, talking about the humbleness because you are that good, but then the realization that you are the toughest person in the room and you convey that message to that athlete in the way that he or she learns best, well, now you've got validity. And now you've got purpose. And now we've got something to work with, right? When I have validity and I have purpose, then there's meaning, there's reasoning to do whatever I need to do. When I have validity of, you know what you're talking about and this really does apply to me and I can relate to it because I can understand it. Well, now I have purpose to do this kind of work because it's going to get me somewhere, right? When you're doing physical conditioning and training, I can see my body getting bigger, stronger. I can see myself looking different. Okay, so the work that I'm doing, it's changing me. Well, now I feel different. I, I feel stronger. I feel more mobile, agile. It's doing something for me. The same thing happens with the biggest muscle in our body. The problem is I can't see it. I can't look in the mirror and go, ooh, those curls for the girls are working. Look at that uh, lateral temporal lobe of mine. It's looking really pumped right now. But that's where you have to start channeling it like the muscle that it is. And you have to be able to validate it and give purpose. And when you do that, that's when you start really making that muscle sweat with belief. Jason, I want to ask you about your podcast. Jason Galea is also the host of the Headset Sports Podcast. 
where he interviews elite athletes, performers, executives, with the desire to uncover and deconstruct the tools that they use to increase their performance, to help them with their mental focus. So you, on your podcast, have interviewed incredible talent, incredible leaders. Jason, what have you learned about yourself? And how have you implemented those lessons into your own personal practice with your clients? Oh, my goodness. Um, what have I learned about myself? I tell you guys, um, I am completely humbled every single day when I'm able to talk to the people that I've had the opportunity to, to meet and speak with. Uh, I, I've learned that I am very, very appreciative of people's time. I've learned uh, even more how to be humble myself, but I'm also constantly, constantly learning about the amazing talents that every person embodies. And, and you know, you see thousands of people walk past you every single day and drive past you every single day. You're sitting beside on an airplane. And what I've learned about myself is this natural inquisitiveness that I've basically been able to develop in doing only a few um, podcast scenarios, how excited I am to learn about what it is that they do well. Like, I, I wish I could podcast everybody because I know that at least 70% of those, you know, non-athletes that are walking past us, sitting beside us on planes, restaurants, trains, whatever it may be, they have no clue how amazing they are. Um, I've also learned about myself that I really, really, really love stories. I, I just love stories. I love hearing people's stories, but I also really, really have learned to love how similar we all are. How it, like it, it doesn't matter if it's a person who's done a sport, like you know, one of the amazing people that I, I've got a chance to talk to, um, Nick Vaughn. He was a world class athlete in a giant wave surfing environment here are these people who are doing stuff that literally like you could die you 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 you, you could die doing what they love to do i i learn and have an appreciation for all the uniqueness of of what some of these athletes do on a daily daily basis and it really humbles me and it makes me realize again how much I love stories, but the relatableness that we all have, you know, as a, as a former, you know, pretty good athlete years and years ago, the high of stopping a person on a breakaway and hearing the crowd roar, oh my God, it's the same as this guy taking on a 60 foot wave. Um. You know, the, the fact that you challenge yourself physically, mentally, emotionally in some completely dangerous environments on a daily basis, it blows my mind. I'm, I'm drawn to say bugs to light, you know. Um, years and years ago, I had this guy, he, he was a superstar in the NFL, come to see me. And in my little, little office, I had uh, my first like, thank you, doc, thing. And at that point in time, I was working with um, a professional cycling team and they would present me with a kit jersey. Now, you can't tell 
how fat I am right now in this podcast. And thank you for filming me from the chest on up. But these guys, um, they're, they're like little, little skinny, scrawny chickens. And, and an extra large, um, yeah, it, it's something that maybe, oh, I don't know, a 10-year-old girl could wear. So the joke was, here you go, here you go, doc, here you go, right? Try to stretch and put this thing on. And, and they gave me this beautiful, beautiful framed jersey and, and I had it in my office. And uh, this NFL guy would come in and he'd stare at it all the time before we start talking. And finally, one day he comes in, he's like, doc, honestly, what's the deal with the spandex thing here? What, 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 what is this, right? And I had to explain to him what it was. And he kind of laughed a little bit, you know, it was like cycling, really? And I said to him, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen to you on Sunday? Like, what's, what's the worst thing? And he'd say, well, you know, we lose. Okay. What, what, what's the worst thing that could happen to you? And he'd say, well, you know, maybe, you know, I, I get hurt, right? My knee or my shoulder. Go, okay. So a really bad injury. He's like, yeah. I said, you know what the worst thing that happens to these guys on a daily basis? And he was like, no, what? They die. Like they get run over by 80 other cyclists or by accident, they get hit by a car or by accident, they fall asleep at the wheel and they go flying off a cliff, they die. And he just looked at me. And the fact that I get to meet, talk to, and work with people who are willing to put that kind of sacrifice out there, those are the stories I'm drawn to. Those are the people I'm drawn to working with. You know, it, it just, it's, it's fun and exciting for me. This is Danny. Uh, performance and, and anxiety is real. It is real. Right. In fact, you said that Australia, USA, they send psychologists, sports psychologists. But in the business world, we need to ask ourselves, why can't I be just like that athlete and have my own personal coach, my own personal business psychologist to help my company get over the edge? And some businesses, 1% differential could be worth millions of dollars. So if you can actually benefit and overcome your own personal performance anxiety, you can't do it without a specialized trained coach, a trained psychologist. And this is why we have Jason on today. You got to believe in yourself. You have to visualize the outcome that you want. You have to go to that journal. He, Jason's talking about that journal. Go back to that journal. Dave and I talk about the gratitude journal. It's about having that mindset, that strength to go back and review. Anytime negative creeps up, anytime you think you can't perform, you got to go back. Jason, are there any other tips that you can give our listening audience, those that may have been former NCAA athletes, those that may never have played sports, but in the business world, they are going for the gold each and every single week. Are there any other tips to help them to get that winning edge when they have performance is very important to them? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E. 
WICZ.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Yeah, I'll give another one that's quite obvious that that many people um, have heard of this before, but truly don't understand the power of it. It, it, It's, in my mind, just as powerful as the gratitude journal. You know, what you guys are, are, are pressing on to other people is brilliant because it's kind of like, you know, you, you, in the military, you learn about um, the importance of making your bed every day. You've already done something before the day has started. Being able to put something into your gratitude journal and realizing how many amazing things are already in your life, it's empowering you. But to take that next step, right? I, I'm a visual guy, guys. Like, you know, um, I, I, I need to see it to believe it kind of thing. Um, I'm a huge fan of the vision board and, and the vision board for those who don't know, it's just a collage of pictures. That vision board for me is massive. It's massive. It's something that you glance at. It's something that you look at. It's something that's constantly there, right? If you go back to the story of the Navy SEALs, right? We don't give up at nighttime and all of a sudden you see the dawn coming out, right? It's just the vision of the dawn. I made it through the, my toughest period of time. I'm stronger than I know. Um, that vision board is incredibly powerful. And it's one of those things where if you don't understand it, you, you, you have to give it a try. I'm going to tell you a, a little story you know, of something that I, I experienced about six years ago. Six years ago, I was asked to come and do this talk up in, in the middle of Canada to some of the most elite hockey players in the country. In the room was roughly eight to 10 division one coaches that were there to scout and recruit talent. In the room were 200, 200 elite players. And I got up there and um, they, they, they didn't even come close to introducing me as well as you guys did. So thank you again. And I said, um, can I ask you all one question? Just one question. And the age of the audience is 18 to 2021. 18 to 21. And I asked this question. How many of you want 
to play professional hockey. 200 kids in that room, 18 to 21, middle of Canada. How many of you wanna play professional hockey? How many hands, Danny, do you think went up? Dave, how many? All of them. All of them. Yeah, not one. What? <laughs> oh my God. Not one. One of the coaches looked over at another coach, got up, and in front of all these kids said, Doc, thank you for making my job easy today. And they left the room. And here's why I tell you this story. Um, group think is a real thing. Anxiety, nervousness, it's a real thing. Fear, it can be a real thing. And if you don't have a strong vision that you believe in, that you believe is attainable, then you're basing your entire life, existence, and career on this four-letter word called hope. And hope without a plan, it's called a dream. It ain't happening. And, and you know, I've got my own... Um, my own feelings on hope, and I'm, I'm not a big hope person. Um, I think we all need it. It's, it's a good thing to have, but it's not a strategy. And that's where the combination of what you guys are doing in terms of the gratuity message, knowing what you have in your life. You have this in your life right now. I'm grateful for what I have in my life and a vision of where I can go with that humbleness, with the things that I have in my life, with the people in my life, that's where you have that double teaming of making it happen and creating that mindset of what the mind sees the body believes. Yeah, I, I believe it's a combo. And again, it's gotta be, it's gotta be personalized to the individual based on how they learn. Wow, this is Danny. I, I was shocked uh, to hear that. I know that if a professional speaker or a professional in a specific area comes and speaks in a room with myself and my peers, I always take notes. I was telling Dave when we went to college, our first, my first degree, I always sat in the front of the room. First, first for all, center chair and and i did that because one i didn't want to fall asleep and disrespect their instructor that's the number one reason number two is because i felt that the importance of learning the importance of getting a good quality education and the importance of taking someone who has life experience that i do not have and to be able to leverage that is the best tool I can take in order to grow the fastest and get to my goal the fastest. And I think that today, thank goodness, thank God that there's this thing called technology, that this thing called books, there's a thing that we could actually learn from other people. So instead of going 20 years, 30 years to try to make a dollar, we can do that in one minute because we can learn from other people. And so it just shocked me to hear that the, uh, that the, these children, these young adults uh, that they no one raised their hand i was i am shocked i i just can't it, believe that it just it's, it's oh my gosh it, it, i can't it, believe it 
it's fear. And, and I'll, I'll say to you this, um, I, I'm, I'm so envious of that, that personal mindset that you had at a young age for education. If it wasn't for sports, I might still be going through life not realizing the things that I don't do well and, and how I can work around those things. And yet here are things that I do do well and they're of value and, and you could be very successful, right? And here's, here's the thing, guys, that, that you'll never see this one stat in all of sports. It doesn't matter if it's football, baseball, basketball, soccer, hockey, tennis. You'll never see this. And it's the stat of how did you get there? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that. You know, when, when, when you see height, weight, goals, touchdowns, tackles, hits, passes, receptions, yards, we count everything and everything that we do, right? In every sport. But the one stat you'll never see is how did that person get there? And if someone doesn't know what they do well, and they don't know how to continue doing it better, they will never believe that they can get to whatever it is that they're getting. They're basing everything on hope. And, yeah. and, and, and again, hope's a great thing to have, but it ain't a strategy. I agree. I agree. This is Danny. I love that. I, I think that as you stated it before, it is so important for our audience to understand. Look, it doesn't matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter where you grew up. You can even grow up in Toronto. My wife's from Toronto, by the way. And you could actually have a learning disability. But at the same time, that never stopped our special guest today from getting his PhD to be able to give back to the community. And another way that Jason is giving back to the community is that he's actually has a nonprofit that he founded in 2002. And this is called the San Diego Saints Youth Hockey Program. Now, it's really amazing that he took a game that is popular north of the border. Every male child and, and, some, and some young girls as well, they don't, they don't have a choice. It's bred into their <laughs> DNA that as soon as they're warm, as soon as they, they lose warmth in the weather outside, they're going to be playing hockey. Yeah. And Jason's mother, even though she didn't know anything about hockey, she's like, you're going to do it. You're going to be the best at it. And you're not going to quit. I mean, just that mindset to do that. So he brought the coolest game on earth is what Jason calls it. The coolest game on earth down to San Diego. And doing so, which is amazing, is that this, this, this program today is located in three out of the six arenas in San Diego. Not only is it located in three out of the six arenas, this program actually is part of uh, helping young adults prep for school above and beyond where they're at today. This includes college. Not only is it only prepping them from college, he has also partnered with a great team down there. You probably already, you guys all know what I'm talking about, the Anaheim Ducks. So if you follow hockey and you follow anything when it comes to um, this sport in Southern California, you know the Anaheim Ducks. They have a high school program as well. He's partnered with them. And this gives young children from the age of 16 to 18 the best possible chance to not only play collegially, but also to develop the fundamentals, the mindset fundamentals as well, 
to be able to hopefully one day be able to uh, play professionally and make sure that we keep the cup in, in, uh, in, in the U.S. and never have to worry about the uh, Canadians winning it. And so that's really, really important. Even, we're not going to even talk about how 99% of the players are actually Canadian or from Europe, but it doesn't matter. If they play in the U.S., it's the U.S. winning it. So one of the things I want to tell our audience, two things Jason said that was very important that Dave and I are very uh, excited about. It's getting out of one's head and into the present moment. When we all have performance anxieties, we all have the yips, and we all have that moment of stage fright or that moment that we know we have to perform to bring home the bacon per se. It's getting out of one's head and into the present moment. That's why you need a psychologist, a sports psychologist, a business psychologist, because you want that winning edge. You want to be like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Even after a game, if Kobe missed one shot, he will be at the gym for two to three hours hitting the same shot over and over and over again so that muscle memory is there. That's what Kobe Bryant did. And another thing that uh, Jason said was that what the mind sees, the body believes. This is so important that if you're in the world today, business or sports, you need to practice visualization. You need to practice positive visualization. The noise that you hear, the feeling of the air coming across you before you even get off the blocks of that sprint. It is very important to practice visualization. And we want to thank Jason for joining us today, the CEO and founder of not only the San Diego State Youth Hockey Program, the CEO and founder of Headset. I want you guys to all to follow his podcast. Follow the Headset Sports Podcast and visit headsetsports.com. Jason, thank you very much for joining my identical twin brother and I on our podcast today. We're so happy to have somebody north of the border come on down south and bring the code with him uh, and as he gives his favorite sport to Americans. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity. And, and, and thank you for all the great work that you guys are doing. You know, uh, a special shout out to you guys. Uh, I've had the chance to go through this little, little book that you guys put together called Talk It Up. You guys have got great info in here. Great info. And, and I'll tell you this. For anyone who's looking to give a speech, a presentation, or just a simple chat to someone in their world, there's golden nuggets in this little book. And thank you guys for giving people like me the chance to hang out with guys like you and share the, the positive message that's in all of us. So thank you guys for everything. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.